this podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the world's best weekly stardom podcast i am as always alex and i'm joined by dylan hi dylan hey alex uh you know it's it's been a pretty decent week um you know joe biden is president-elect uh eggnog came back out uh i got sushi yesterday it's been a really good week um stardom also had some shows um yeah, I'm 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 happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. That's good. Uh, Dylan really wants to talk about one particular match, so I'm gonna throw it to him to do this ah, yes. now to get it out of the way. So you have the floor. Um, since it's been a very weird like uploading schedule for the last two days of of league action of the goddesses, um, you know we we aren't gonna like review every single match, but one match that I do want to talk about and that Alex tried to you know stop me from talking about is color me pop versus aphrodite um that was like really fucking funny and i think everybody should watch it utami was simping for riho um a lot and it was really like wholesome and it was really cute and then um tall saya got like really upset and it was really funny and then there was also you know like um <laughs> rio and death like doing the the, the tall man spot and tall saya was like but i'm supposed to be the tall one it was, it was there's there's a lot to it i'm really not doing it any justice but everybody should go watch that because it was fucking hilarious. And it's also sort of funny how, um, how, like, this was right after the QQ and Star match, Stars match. And in the Stars pre tape, um, obviously we know Tam Nakano and, and Mina Shirakawa have a, you know, um, instead of like anything like, you know, weird, uh, Tam just started slapping her boobs. Like, just slapping them. Like, just like, hitting like and it was real i didn't i didn't i don't know but so like it, it was funny to contrast that from this where like utami has like a crush on riho and it's like crush you know not like whatever um and like but it's like really really funny and it's really like well done and i really like it it's really great um and yeah i think this match was really really great uh saya was a good straight man for the other three and the other three were really really good at just funny human beings and i suggest you watch it um i don't know why you had to like give me my own segment about it like it didn't have to be so like uh, it did uh, because i don't want to interrupt the, the rest of the show so you know get it out of the way yeah fair enough it, it was a good match all right cool um that is all that's good okay so uh as always we start with news there's not a lot of news um it was announced that the third Assemble show will take place on December 5th at the uh, Sagamiko Resort Pleasure Forest. Um, it's another outdoor venue, I think. Um, Quite I a name. 
It is, yeah. It's, it's not like a wrestling venue, I don't think. Like, I think it's just no. a, a spot that they were like, yeah, there. I want there. <laughs> I don't know if it's like a sponsored show or something, maybe. Likely, I assume. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's um, a bit of a, not an odd location, but it is a, um, you know, it's where Momo Watanabe is from, uh, which is oh. somewhere. Um, I, You know, usually I'm the Japan geography guy, but I, I can't be asked to know where that is. Uh, I feel like I know, but whatever. That's besides the point. But yeah, it's 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 not in like you know the Tokyo area or anything. So it's like it's it's not far out, but it's it's pretty far out. True. It might be really um, far out. I actually don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we we don't know who's involved in that uh, December fifth show. Um, there was a picture today though of the assemble crew with uh Paddington. Paddington Bear, um, and there was no Stardom representative, so I'm thinking maybe they're not involved in that show, uh, which would yeah, make sense because they kind of rotate in and out. Was it? Yeah, there, it was. An, it was announced who was on it. I don't remember who, but I know that Stardom isn't on it, and I know there was one other company that was not on it. That was Ice Ribbon, I think, because they're not in the photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah oh, Ice I'm, Ribbon I'm, were announced I'm, for no. Assemble and haven't been in the first three shows. <laughs> like they just haven't done anything. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Um, but um, yeah, I'm dumb. Uh, it's right outside of Yokohama, so it's like it's 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 right there. I said it wasn't in the Tokyo area. It kind of. Uh, okay, so yeah, that's I'm, that's your uh, geography lesson with Dylan. Yeah, I'm useless. Sorry. Again. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's that's the only news that I'm aware of. Uh, I don't think there's anything else concerning Stardom. Uh, I mean, I guess I think now Kakuta went to Tokyo Joshi Pro, which will come up later. Um, so that means she obviously won't be coming to stardom um which kind of narrows down who zz is but we'll talk about that later um and yeah with that let's just get into it because we have a lot to talk about this week uh the first thing uh, as dylan said the the upload schedule for stardom is a bit weird they're uploading from start to finish the two days of tag league that were this weekend instead of uploading like the final i don't know why they're doing that but that means like the final won't be up for another i'd say two days um, if we were to wait for that to upload, we wouldn't get to preview. Uh, well, I mean, we get to preview the the weekend shows, obviously, but it be wouldn't even be worth our while doing it almost. So, I made the executive decision to just we're just going to review uh, the winner and just talk about who won, and then we're going to focus on the preview. And hopefully, this is out for by Wednesday, so that people have time to listen to it ahead of the two big shows this weekend. Um, all that red tape out of the way. Sure, you're happy, Dylan. Uh, Momoaz came away with the win in the tag league. Uh, we predicted it would be the MK sisters, and then they weren't even in the final. So <laughs> we're not very good at this. But yeah, I guess Momoaz really made the most sense when you think about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like you, like we, we were talking about this. Um, like we were texting about this the other day. That's like, I personally thought that the Momoaz um Aphrodite match would go like in December. Like, it would be a little bit, like, later on. um, Just because I feel like that's, like... This obviously isn't Aphrodite's first defense, but they aren't losing the belts here because um, Utami has the biggest match of her career the next day, so it's, like, that doesn't really... I mean, it's possible um, that Izumi, like, rolls up Sai or something, and that would be really enjoyable, but that's besides the point. Um, I don't know. I, I expected differently, obviously. I'm obviously very happy because... Momoaz is Momoaz, 
and I love them. Uh, but we were very wrong. Yes. Uh, yeah. It was. It. I don't know. I, I. It makes sense, but at the same time, I'm also like, I don't know if I, if I, like this path. You know, what I mean, I. I think that like it. Obviously, like our like you always want to be right in life, but like I feel like our our path was way more like it, it made more sense but that's just me yeah i think i mean i know i said to you what i think is going to happen and i'll leave that for the preview section but i think with momo and azumi they've given themselves an opportunity to give utami a really big win on saturday before the title match on sunday i think even See, though but, the... but that's the thing and you know like you said well this might be best to save for a little bit later, but I'm just going to say it now because I go by my own rules. Everybody knows this. Um, Utami beating Momo, which is what you expect. Um, Utami pinning Momo on her way to the big match because it's like she's never actually beat. You know, it was like because that's that's how it looks like it's going. That's how the story would make sense to play out. I feel like that is sacrificing Momo when in our scenario when it's MK Sisters versus um, Aphrodite, uh, Utami can pin Mayu, and then that's a huge deal, but then Mayu doesn't look worse because she's still the champion, and she can get that win back, or she could just lose again. So it, it's starting to look like Utami is just going to win, like simply win the red belt, Bendai, which is sort of a, like, I don't know, I feel like it's a, like, I gotta see, to, see it to believe it type thing, but it's feeling more and more likely. Uh, for me, but the thing is, is that it sort of sacrifices Momo in a place that I feel like my you could have taken it. I feel like you know, I don't know. Do you get what I mean? Where it's like I feel like we're once again putting Momo in the position to fail. <laughs> like even though I'm really happy that she won the tournament, and I feel like this is definitely a pessimistic type of approach and a doomer like outlook on it. It just feels so weird that it's like, oh, so like Momo's, you know, doing the doing the job for for her tag partner now, um, and that's just, you know, like I don't know, like it. it do you get what I'm trying but to say? I, I think you and a lot of other people are having this issue. It's that like Man, you want Momo, it, you want Momo push yeah. now. You want Momo push right this instant. This is Utami's no. story. No. Like you, you have to no no no. no. I just want this Momo to Utami's not lose story. so much. Yeah, I think that's fair. I just want Momo to not constantly lose, which she, she is she doing. She dominated the company for like eighteen months. Like, what more do you want? Like, she had her run. That was Utami's a year and a half now. ago. Yeah, like that 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 run was a million years ago, Alex. But she's had it. Like, they could so easily go back to that at any point. This is, right now, is Utami's story. We're focusing on her. They're putting her over as the new standard bearer of the company. Momo's time will come, and it's so easy to heat Momo back up. All she has to do is win the GP next year and kick some people's heads off, and people will think she's a fucking star straight away. Like, I, I don't think Momo Watanabe is buried. She just won the tag league. She's probably no, going to beat Himika on Sunday. And, like, I, she and I never... Can so easy I never, to rehab and this isn't her story she isn't i never the, said her point now and this Alex, is you're just like straw manning me you are straw manning no, me you are I'm not <laughs> alex like i never said she was getting buried from a different perspective like this is all about utami getting over and the best way for her to get over is to beat momo for the first time and also for her and saya to beat momo and azumi for the first time 
I hear you, but I disagree. Because I feel like it would have been just as, if not more, beneficial if, if Aphrodite fucking beat any other reputable team. If, if they beat Crazy Bloom, for God's sakes. I mean, that wouldn't be a really extremely fun match, honestly. You can't have Julia but lose. I know. Um, but if, if they beat the MK sisters, I feel like it would have done the same thing. It just wouldn't have specifically pissed me off. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's I don't know. Like it 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 feels it feels weird. Another part of me thinks uh obviously we're just we're all over the place. I'm pushing this all over the place. Sorry, Alex. Um, I think that's possible. Momo Oz actually wins the tag belts so that they okay, take the tag. We belts will get to that later, though. Okay, but we yeah, okay. We should go back, like re- yeah, rewind. Probably. Okay, probably. I told you uh, it was off the rails, Alex. Momo Watanabe and Azumi winning the tag league. Uh, I think. It's another big thing for Azumi this year because I feel like she's had a real breakout year this year. Like she obviously won the high speed belt. Um, now she's won the tag league. Uh, she got an award for the GP. She did pretty well in the GP. Like, I feel like this has been a really good year for Azumi, and I don't think a lot of people outside of you would be talking about it. Like, but this is another feather in her cap in a year where she's really said, you know, this company is mine one day, and I think that's great. Like they've really positioned Azumi as a future star without doubt oh yeah for sure um yeah she she also created the high speed grand prix um mm-hmm. which was a fun little thing that didn't really exist but it did but it also kind of didn't um shout out layla hirsch she's the goat um yeah i feel like i cannot say anything bad about azumi like i feel like azumi is just like uh like i, I was i was thinking about it obviously we haven't seen um we haven't seen the MK Sisters versus Momo Oz match. I'm really excited to see that because I feel like Momo, Izumi, and Mayu are like in ring the three best wrestlers in the company. So that's really really exciting to watch. Um, and I think that Izumi got her place up there over the past year. Like she she's I'm I'm I've always been an Izumi guy. Everybody knows that. I've always thought that she was amazing. I feel like within the last year she has become top tier you know s tier talent on the roster she is like uh, you know easily one of the best wrestlers just like pound for pound overall just like in ring she's one of the best and i'm really happy that she is you know really succeeding lately um because she's 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 my she's my homie she is she's the she's the home team exactly um i also think uh it's it is a sign that like Momo is still in their plans because obviously like they didn't just give her this win because they wanted Azumi to win the titles they went okay we want Momo and Azumi to win and I think you know as much as people have said and we've said it before like all Momo does is lose and she's kind of a mid carter like I think the winning the tag league is a sign that they do still care about her in some way like I think no matter what people say about Bushiroad only pushing really pretty girls there will always be a spot for Momo Watanabe because she is just so good, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. It, the issue is is that Tag League was very underwhelming. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I talked with Mika about this uh, on the timeline where it's like, okay, so they got rings, which is like, okay, cool. But it also makes it feel very, like, it, it didn't, it didn't, like, 
end with like a big climax it's like oh look they got cool rings and it's like but that like i don't know like it was it was a very signifying thing and it's like the rings are cool like winning something different for a tournament i really like that but the point being is that it's like tag league was very uneventful like you didn't really notice it happening there was like nobody knew the like finals except for us because we actually did the math going into it and like it was just sort of a a like underwhelming mess of a tournament and it ended with the winners getting you know very small medallions for or they got rings. trophies as well well yeah that's true that's true trophies pretty cool but but you go i mean that's like after a underwhelming tag league it was sort of like a like i don't know that that feels like it was, it was just like a, a funny like icing on on top type of thing where it's like yeah, we're we're gonna give you little little rings too, and it's like, I like the <laughs> rings, but yeah, it it was just one of those things that's like the issue overall is that tag league was very underwhelming, and you can attribute that to the just abundance of tournaments in Puro right now. Uh, you know, usually it's a bit more spaced out, but with Rona, everybody just started doing like a million tournaments in the past two months, and they haven't stopped. Um, and goddesses tag league was just not or goddess tag league whatever the fuck it's called um is just not the top tier tournament and even the top tier tournaments were not that good um not that they weren't that good but they weren't you know stellar so it's like it definitely suffered from both you know timing environment and just from it feeling like it wasn't that big of a deal it felt like takumi versus mayu was the big deal it felt like julia versus jumbo even though that was uh, that was the big deal it felt like it was constantly being overshadowed by these other more important aspects of the you know ecosystem of the of the company ecosystem at time and during this the past month or two um so i feel like that's probably the biggest issue of tagly was that just it it didn't feel important and uh, as much as I wish it did, because, you know, Momo and Izumi won it. And I really wish I felt like, oh, yeah, this is a huge deal because my two favorite wrestlers just won a tag team tournament. You and I, we both know we absolutely fucking love good tag team wrestling. And it was just not that important. And that sort of sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah the, they kind of shot themselves in the foot because they, the entire tag league felt like, okay, we're waiting for Sendai Cinderella and... You know, I think that was always in the back of our minds, and I think a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, tag league heavy shows were like the smaller shows, and then they'd have like a Corkin with like one tag league match on it. It really felt like they were kind of like, right, we have to do this tournament to get it out of the way. But our attention is Sendai Cinderella, and I think they just kind of ended up with too much on their plate, which obviously like Stardom just seems to be rushing through their booking to get through as much as they can for the months that they missed. But it's definitely led to just a really hectic time where even, you know, even at times the five star was kind of like, all right, there's a lot going on here. You're building to this show and you're building to that show and you have this show going on in the middle of the tournament. I just want to focus on the tournament. And yet they were pulling you in all these different directions. I think Tag League suffered from that as well as the weird block structure. I don't think anyone liked the blocks because it's just like, why, why would you do this? Like nobody, nobody enjoyed that. So, I, you know, I definitely think there was a few things that they did wrong this year that is, I hope they correct. The thing is, is that it could have been fine if they just, like, told us the standings. Like, the blocks were yeah, weird. Yeah, like, they never put like, effort into it at all. Yeah, 
like like it's one of those things where it's like okay like i'm like usually like if if they didn't show us the standings like last year then whatever because it's like it's pretty basic like what do you expect if you win you win if you lose you lose but this year we needed them to hold our hands and they just bailed like Sonny was like, nah, I, I, I am putting it up. I don't give a fuck. Like it was just like it just wasn't existent. Like we were like, okay, so how does this work? And they're like, figure it out. And then, like, and it made it very like it, it made it difficult to want to figure it out. You know what I mean? Where it's like it's like okay, this is just a fucking mess. Like, like can you tell me? And it's like no, we won't tell you. Figure it out yourself. And it's like okay, but I don't care that much because you don't tell me to care. Cause it's tag league, and you're—I don't know. I'm 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 ranting over something that's really not important, and that I really don't care about that much. But it was just one of those things that's like, okay, we need y'all to like walk us through this, and you don't. But then when it's like simple shit, you'll walk us through it to the point where it's like, okay, I don't, like I I get it. I'm not dumb. But then like the one time that's like, okay, I have no idea what the fuck's going on. You're like, yeah, cope. Like what, <laughs> like. Yeah, I remember for the GP, they had, like, the they put the table up before and after the match where they'd, like, spoil the entire card. And then for this, they didn't put either. And it was just, like, you could have at least kept one. But, uh, yeah, that's... I mean, we're both happy Momoa's won. Um, I think they were a good choice to win. Um, but, yeah, like, the, the league itself this year just felt very overshadowed, I think it's safe to say. Um, but, you know, there were there was the occasional kind of good match, but nothing to go out of your way to see like if somebody wants to take a break from stardom this is probably the perfect time to do it and just to just kind of let themselves refresh because there are as you said a lot of tournaments happening at the one time um with that though i think we should get into the preview for this weekend because there's two big shows happening this weekend there's going to be a lot of discussion um i feel like we're going to go long on this based on the fact that we just did almost 20 minutes talking about one thing so Let's just get straight into the Corican for this Saturday. Okay. Um. So the first, so the show is on uh October or not October, uh November fourteenth. Uh, it's called Corican New Landscape. Uh, the opener is Lady C in her debut match against Saeeda. Uh, we mentioned this a bit last week. It's going to be interesting to see, uh, what Lady C kind of wrestles like because she is the first graduate that stardom has had since kagetsu left so obviously she doesn't have the same trainer as ida and kamatani and utami so it's going to be interesting to see what is focused on now for their new trainees um but yeah i expect ida to win obviously since she's in the future stardom title match the next day but i think it'll just be interesting it's always interesting to see these rookies because with joshi you never know if they're going to be like a fucking prodigy from day one or not you know yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Ida better win. She doesn't. I'm gonna be upset. Uh, speaking of, obviously, we didn't really have time to talk about, it, but um, Wing Gori did win their first and only tag league match against Color Me Pop. Um, I was really excited about that. I was excited to hear about that. Um, and yeah, it's gonna be really weird because Lady C is gonna be something completely different. Like, um, and this is definitely just like me tangenting because you know I love Kagetsu, but <sighs> I was I was watching Sayakamatani. Um, in one of the Aphrodite matches, and just I noticed her do little things that Kagetsu little used to do, like um, just when she's circling, you know, like when when they're getting ready to, to lock up, like she has start like she just did certain like just like movements, and I was just like, man, 
I don't know. It made me it made me feel fuzzy inside, you know. And it's like for somebody who hates their life, it's like that's that's a pretty good feeling. Um. So yeah, that that I just wanted to bring that up because I'm me. But yeah, um, I'm excited for this match. Hopefully, Saya wins. Uh, I don't know how she's gonna Northern Light suplex this. She'll just get the Idabashi, yeah, I imagine. I that's why I was thinking, but I feel like she hasn't won with the Idabashi in forever. Like this even against time like, is younger. I mean, yeah. Because she does need something to be like, oh yeah, I can beat Micah. Easy, boy. Like, it's gonna, like, you know, like, it needs to, I don't know. But yeah, it's 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 an interesting matchup. I'm excited to see how both women do, and I'm excited to see how Saya does leading into the into the future star match. Yeah. Um, the next match has a few younger wrestlers as well. Uh, it's a handicap match. Hamika is against Hanan and Ruaka. This reminds me when they used to have Viper against all three Hanan uh, all three of the Hanan sisters, where she would just like pin all three at once. So I imagine we'll see a repeat here with Amika just uh, stacking the dead bodies of these young children one on one another and pinning them. Because uh, I mean, you can pin Hanan and Raka as much as you want at this stage. Yeah, I just I really hope that she doesn't concussion bomb either of them because they are way too like they they like they they should not be exposed to that life yet. Like, that's, <laughs> like I don't know. Like, like Ida, Ida has gone through it so many times. Um, and she, like, it's just, yeah. Um, you know, I'm always, I'm always ready to watch. I'm always ready to watch one of those power bombs. But it's like, uh, I don't want to see Hannon go through that. I don't want to see Ruaka go through that. She just came off of like 17 injuries. You want to kill her again? Like, please just do the psycho driver. Um, it's the only time I'm gonna say that. So please. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's gonna it's like an interesting little thing. Um, you know, I I think that that's one thing about the older stardom formula that was always fun is that just randomly there would be like, like you said, like you know, Viper versus uh the ha- the Hannon sisters, or I remember there was Viper versus Tam, um, Leo and somebody else, and it was just like really a random like grouping, and she still just murdered all three of them. Um. And this was when Tam was a prominent member of the roster. Viper still just killed him. Uh, but, yeah. Viper was really good. St- that, whatever. I, uh, Didn't but yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Um, it's it's one of those interesting things that's like, oh, they're going to do something a bit different, and that's always fun. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, hopefully, neither of the children die too much. <laughs> um, yeah, on to another match where we kind of hope kids don't die. Uh, it's Riho and Hina against the Uedo Tai team of Konami and Rina. Um, imagine we'll see Konami pin Rina since she has the white belt match the next day. Um, if not, then I expect Rina to pin Hina because Uedo Tai is definitely winning. Uh, that's my only takeaway from this. Yeah, whatever. Everybody knows Hina's way better than Rina. Apparently, I'm the only one who can differentiate them, though. So, like... I feel like that's a lot easier to do now with uh, Rina's new getup. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, um, again, we didn't really talk about it, but Hino was doing very, very well in her trios match alongside Q. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. That's that's all I have to say. I think Hino's getting really good really quick. Um, Rina's also really good. She's more of the, like... She's more trying to like up her charisma more than she is trying to up her like physical like wrestling ability. Uh, whereas Hina's obviously like just becoming a better pure wrestler. Um, and yeah, it's gonna be interesting to to watch because it's like I feel like 
I feel like the the twins are always very like interesting. Like we watched them when they were like nine years old wrestling, and like now they are still nowhere near like you know top class. But they are just like watching their progress is always fun, and I always enjoyed that about like rookies and about just younger wrestlers. So that's yeah, I can tangent but off of any of them. So yeah, you really can. I need to stop letting you talk. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. You probably should. Um. So the next match uh, is a, I was going to say an all-stars uh, match, but, you know, ZZ technically isn't in stars, even though it's a guarantee she'll be brought in. Um, basically, it's uh, Gokigan Death, Mayu Iwatani, and Starlight Kid against Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, and Double Z. Um, I think with uh, now Kakuta going to Tokyo Joshi Pro, it's pretty obvious this is going to be uh, Unagi who left TJPW and hasn't resurfaced uh, since. It could, I guess, be like Minami Katsu or Mari Manji, but I highly doubt it. It seems like Tam is putting together her subgroup of idols. Um, obviously, Unagi kind of fits that image more than Katsu and uh, Manji would, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not much... Yeah. Um, I'm not too well-versed in the... Uh in any of this quite frank um but no uh yeah another another debut yeah it's uh it's really getting bloated here on the mid card <laughs> yeah it, it is it's like i don't know it's just it's i don't know it feels weird like i i feel like i feel like they there it's has not to be another they... faction right like there has to be another faction coming soon surely because there's so many people with nothing to do like i feel like there has Maybe. to be something but do you see Tam Nakano running her own faction anytime soon? Uh, I could if they were to like never really get pushed, but maybe win like the artist belt or something. Like I feel like I could see her. So, so you're thinking her own you're thinking group. John, like John style. Yeah, maybe because I think Stars doesn't really need her if they're gonna elevate Starlight Kid instead, and they'll have Death there as the kind of solid mid carder, and, and they'll have Jungle there in day. a year. You know. Cause I don't, I don't think I don't think she's I don't think there's gonna be a new faction like anytime soon. But I think that like within like a year, possibly Tam breaks off Tam and her crew. Um, and you know, a little over maybe not a little over a year, but you know, over a year from now, Jungle comes back. So like, I don't know. So much changes so quickly in Stardom. So it's like I don't know. It's like Tam having her own faction, like four months ago would have made literally zero sense and it would have been like the stupid wait four months ago yeah four months ago would have made zero sense and it would have been pretty stupid but uh now it's looking like it's possible uh yeah i don't know i, I just feel like the i feel like they're signing a lot of people and not that none of them like add because i think i think um natsumi Mackie is really really good i think she adds a lot to ddm um Mina Shirakawa, she might not add a lot, but she is a welcomed addition. I think that she's really good, too. Uh, you know, there's obviously Lady C's debuting. Now there's ZZ. And Jumbo, obviously, was a while back. But, you know, Jumbo joining, Shiri joining. A lot of debuts. And it's like, it's more positive than the negative, but I feel like it's a lot. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a lot. Sort of difficult. Yeah. 
to feel it out in a way where it's like I don't know like like does this is this better than it is worse for the roster and that's no disrespect to any wrestler joining the company because if if you join the company then it's like I welcome you because you know there's obviously something about you but unless it's like well I don't want to disrespect B that much that'd be really mean um I can but I wouldn't uh do it do it <laughs> please but no like like. Like I, I feel like adding more to the roster is possibly more detrimental to the roster itself. Um, but you never know, cause whoever it is might be the greatest wrestler of all time. Maybe, maybe Sarah's here. Maybe she and and Tam hit it off at at brunch a couple weeks ago, and now she said fuck the E, and I'm going to be a idol now. And who knows? That would be. I don't fucking know. Maybe it's Kyrie. That'd be insanity. Maybe be maybe Kyrie insanity. decided to exist again. Um, We're not doing this. <laughs> I know. I know. Kyrie might be here this time. It's for real. <laughs> you know, um, I I we'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, ZZ, it's quite very likely Unagi, right? Like you don't, you can't think of anyone. Oh else, yeah, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, cool. I don't know a lot of names that would make sense other than unagi uh because like you said it's just i don't know like it's just yeah if it's not then that'll be a, a surprise and it'll be like somebody like completely random maybe it's onita who knows um <laughs> maybe i don't know fuck it bro okay <laughs> all right <laughs> on to the next match which uh definitely won't have onita in it um it's an artist of stardom title match. Uh, the Donna Del Mondo team of Julia, Micah, and Siri defend against the Uedo Tai team of Natsuko Tora, B Priestley, and Saki Kashima. Um, I think Uedo Tai could win here because stardom usually does put the artist belts on a faction that they want to push. Like, obviously, they gave them to DDM in February when they wanted to push them. Uh, they gave them to TCS very early on in their run because they wanted to push them. So I think we'll see a way to tie win them because the way starters are, stardom always kind of goes, okay, yeah, we want to, you know, we want to give this faction some attention. Let's give them the artist titles. So I think that's what we're going to see with the way to tie here. That would make sense, but it also feels like that's not how they would go. I feel like the fact that Konami isn't in this match. Makes me feel. Wait, is Konami in this? No, she's not in this match. No. The fact that Konami's not in this match makes me feel like they aren't gonna win it. Cause I don't know. I feel like none of them are challenging Julia. Uh, you know, Shuri. Fedora and... will. They've been oh, playing yeah, it up on Twitter. Um, Shuri and B, but B already has that advantage over Shuri, so it's like B winning that like I, I don't see any of them winning unless they run back uh saki um hitting the revival on um on julia or on shuri or on anybody like that would be pretty interesting but other than that i don't really see it just personally uh, plus i would prefer not to see b have two championships um and that's just that's just me but yes yeah, so i don't i don't i don't particularly see it the same way as you do i get what you're saying and i think that that does make sense it's just i don't i don't think this is the like setting for it if that makes sense you see 
what I also think is going to happen, though, is I think Natsuko Tora could win, or even Saki Kashima, and that would set them up as a challenger for the white belt, because I think we won't go into detail on it now, but I don't think for either of us sees Julia losing. And I think you could have Tora pin Micah and then after the match be like, yeah, Julia, I beat your faction. I'm going to beat you next, bitch. And that would be a setup for a title match that they're obviously kind of building to. So I feel yeah, like you they, could do that. And that's why I usually don't do that. I team win. They don't usually do that where it's like before Julia even wins match, Natsuko would already be like, you know, starting shit. Um, cause it might Natsuko not start shit here, be... but she'll do it after the show on Sunday, you know? Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. I, I just don't see it like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's definitely it's definitely possible. True. Um, yeah, we're on different ends of the prediction stick there, but that's okay. Uh, on to the main event then. Uh, the... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But Alex, 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 one more thing. Who would have thought that a year ago, I would want Julia to go over a way to die. Um, given that I don't think she'd even officially joined Stardom by this point, it would have been very weird <laughs> because Wait, there was not... that whole. No, uh... she... no she was. We see, there was that she whole was... thing where Ice Ribbon yeah. were like, "No, she's not leaving us. Like, we're gonna sue your sue your ass." So people were like, "Oh, yeah, exactly. Maybe she just won't get to come here." So. <laughs> Exactly. I was I was already just like, eh, that doesn't sit right with me. Like from a year ago, um, you know, yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, but yeah, onto the main event then, which uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot of thoughts on. Uh, the Goddesses of Stardom title match, uh, the Queen's Quest duo of Utami Hayashishita and Sai Kamatani, also known as Aphrodite. They take on the also Queen's Quest duo of Momo Watanabe and Azumi. Are also known as Bomoas. Um, I hope few... they keep the names. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Because it's like I I remember like it was funny because um Aphrodite had a match outside t- League Action like a t- regular tag team match and they weren't called Aphrodite and I was just like so is this just like not like I don't I don't get it like I was very confused I was like so are they just not Aphrodite when they're not in a t in a in a league match like I. That's that's I think that's how it works. Um, that's pretty stupid. Um, go on. So, there's a few things that I think with this match. Um, so Utami and Saya have teamed together twice against Momo and Azumi, and they haven't beat them. And Utami has also never beaten Momo, to my knowledge. They had the match in America that Momo won, and then they had the draw in the GP. What I think you have here is Utami is going to pin Momo to get that first ever win over Momo, and then Utami and Saya get that first ever win over Momo and Azumi, and that sets them off. Uh, obviously, Utami has the big match the next day. I think that would put her over and make her look really strong going into the Mayu match. Um, and obviously, I think Saya would get a big boost from it because they are currently pushing her. So to me, that's how this would go. Um, if if like they're they really are behind Utami, but you you said you thought that Momoaz might win. Yeah, I mean like the thing is, is that you're right. So it's like I'm not like saying, Oh, this is what's going to happen. This is just like sort of like a headcanon sort of like, oh well this would also make sense. This would also be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh so basically I'm just thinking like to clear up Utami 
of the tag title and of the tag scene, um, they give that to Mamoaz, and so that she can be world champion. Because, like, it's not uncommon that a major champion holds the tag belts, but I also feel like it's sort of like a weight and weighing down Utami if she is going to become Red Belt Champion, and it's becoming more and more apparent that she is going to become Red Belt Champion to me. Um, Especially if she wins this match, then I feel like she's definitely... Uh, not definitely. Man, that would suck. I'm, I'm just... I'm <laughs> inter-monologuing. If she, if she won this match and then lost to Mayu, so the only person who looks bad, or the, the only person... Or not only person who looks bad but so momo looks extra bad where she couldn't where she lost to the person who lost it. whatever um i'm momo centric if you didn't notice uh because mm-hmm. everything's about momo alex you know this you're a very good pod- podcaster you know that because <laughs> oh, yeah, here's sure. what i want to happen <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah um i think momo was could and i think that it would it would further azumi's story of where it's like she's gonna win all of the championships uh and it's like that's something that she's been very adamant about is that she's like, I'm going to win every single one of them. Like, it's just how it's going to be. Like, I'm going to beat every single one of you and I'm going to be the only person left. I'm going to win. Um, and I guess I'll bring Momo along for the ride here. So that would be like a it would, it would make sense for Izumi to because that's sort of like her goal. And it would also give Momo something to do. Like Momo's a really good tag wrestler. I think Momo Oz is really good as a tag team. Um. I think Aphrodite is also amazing as a tag team, so it's not that I want them to not be tag team champions anymore. Um, in fact, if they could hold the belts for a while, I would really enjoy that. I just also see that as a possibility, even though it's probably not going to You get what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I don't think either choice is a bad choice, because I think Momo and Azumi could be really, really good as tag team champions, and it would give them something to do. Um, but I just think that and I, I'm very like in one of a one track mind here. I really just think that this is Utami's story, uh, and that all the attention is on her. But I do understand your perspective as well, where you think it'd be good for Momo and Azumi to win the belts because your thought is on everybody, whereas my thought is on the one person that they're trying to get over, you know? So I think that's like I understand yeah, your viewpoint. But that's you're like, really where... good at podcasting, Alex. Really good at podcasting with your one track mind. With your one-track mind, huh? I appreciate really that. Good. That is that is really good. <laughs> that's <You're> really beautiful. <laughs> um, but no, actually, you bring up a very good point because that's why I wanted Momoaz to challenge in December because I feel like that would have made more sense and it, not made more sense, but it would have been more likely that they would have won the belts in December um, than it is here because I don't see them really winning because it's not how that really works in terms of like momentum and forward-moving, you know, progress as a story. Um, so that's why I would have rather them not win the tag tournament and sort of brings back my, you know, earlier statements. And it's like that I wish they would have won later. I wish that MK Scissors could have won here or Crazy Bloom could have won here and then lost to, you know, Utami so that she looks good going into the Red Belt match. Because um, I feel like Momoaz as tag team champions would be really, really good. And I think it would be good for pretty much everybody. It would It would make the tag team scene, it would give them like a... I don't know, like it would just, I feel like that would just fit, Um, but in this setting, again, I don't think it would work, which sucks, and that's why I wish it wasn't in the setting, but it is what it is. It's going to be a good match. Um, They don't have really, they don't really have bad matches, uh, the four of them together, so it's it's going to be fine. It's going to be pretty, pretty fun to watch. 
Yes. Um, and that's that's the Corkin for this Saturday. Um, it's going to be. I mean, it's better. It's it's kind of a stronger lineup than the last few Corkins to be to be quite honest. Like the top two matches are pretty good, and then you have the two debuts as well. So it's going to be an exciting show. Um, while we have wildly different predictions, uh, that's okay. Um, I think we're going to have a few as well for Sendai Cinderella. So <laughs> let's get into that because that should be uh, very fun. So uh, that's on the 15th. It's from the Sendai Sun Plaza. This is uh, another pay-per-view. It's on that Pia thing. So I will likely take two or three days for it to be uploaded to Stardom World. But when we do get it, it'll be in full. If we're lucky. Remember last time when they were like, it'll be up when it's up. Just don't worry about it. It was up three days later. I know, but it was like, what do you mean it'll be up when it's up? Like, you can't just like say, yeah. It'll be, it'll be whenever. Like, obviously, it ended up, up being two the days. Samurai TV airing, so that, you know. That's true. It's still, like, it's just like, uh, that's just a, it's a sunny thing. Shout out to my <laughs> <Fair>. Marine. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so the, the opening match there of Sunday Cinderella is the Future of Stardom title match. Uh, it's Micah defending against Saida. Um, if Micah wins this, she's basically cleared the division of uh, credible challengers, but that hasn't stopped Stardom before, so I feel like she will defend here, and uh, she'll probably just get challenged by Saya Kamitani again in a few months. Who knows? They uh, they might have Rina challenged, since she's kind of won a few matches lately, but I don't know. I think this is just Micah's division for the time being. They're really like their dominant future champions. See, yeah... Man, I don't... Why does Ida have to lose so much? That's her lot in life. She's a, she's a mid-carder. Not even! She's... Whatever. I wish she was a mid-carder. That would be fun! Like, that would be nice <laughs> if she was a mid-carder. That would be like a, a, a pleasantry. Um, But no. So, I see. I can see Saya winning Um, with, like, an Itabashi. Or, you know, even with a... I mean, she's pinned Micah before. She's the only, like, future wrestler who has pinned... Well, I mean, Saya, but, but she, you know, it wasn't even a singles match. It was in a... Whatever. Like, I think that she could win. I don't think it's out of the question, and I think that she should win, because then I think Saya versus Rina would be a more interesting match than Micah versus Rina, because obviously Micah kills Rina, but Saya and Rina... Rina could, like, pull out some, like, wacky shit and possibly win. And then, and I've always said that the future belt needs to move down a little bit because, like you said, they're always about their dominant champions. And I'm just like, I want to see Hina and Rina fight for it. I want to see Saida and I want to see Hanan fight for it. I want to see Ruaka fight for it. I don't want, I want to see Lady C when she shows up to fight for it. I don't want this one wrestler to be like, oh, yeah, this is, I, I have this. And either don't defend it or just beat everybody in four minutes um and i think that saida would make it a more like competitive division if she had the belt and that sort of sucks to say because it's basically implying that it's like oh ida can lose <laughs> like very easily <laughs> but it's true like i think that that would just be best for the future belt um and it would make the future belt sort of more important because it's like they aren't elevating it in any way by having one human being just kill everybody else and just hold it for no real reason. You know, like, that's not... That doesn't make anything 
it doesn't make the belt more important. Whereas if Ida had it and she defended it and it was like in solid matches, you know, with, you know, rookies and, you know, the children and like, it was, I just feel like that would be a better circulation of title defenses of title for the title. I feel like that would be best. And, you know, obviously I'm, I'm a moonshot guy. So obviously I want her to be champion. I feel like it would just overall be better if Saya won it. Um, and then Michael was just like, okay, I'm done uh, with the future shit. And, you know, then it was just like an actual thing. I don't know. It's probably not going to happen, but that's just how I think about it. Yeah, I mean, you're you're looking at what's best for the division, but I, I don't think Stardom really does that. Their, their eyes are on who they want to push. And I think that is Micah, given that she beat Momo and Utami in the GP. So I feel like they're not going to have her lose to Ida. And I think... I mean, even if Ida won, she'd only drop it to Micah and Sayakamatani. Like, I don't think it's reasonable for her to lose to Rina at all. You know what I mean? Like, Rina's still a teenager. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they'd do that. No, but the thing is, is that I definitely think that they could, especially with Rina, because Rina has the power of Waitotai. She can do fucking anything. Like, she's it... only ever pinned Hina, though. Like, she's never beaten anyone else. I don't think they'd have her go, they'd have it go, oh, yeah, so you're going to beat this, like, older uh, wrestler who has pinned Natsu Samira. Like, they're not I don't think they're gonna they're gonna do that. Like Rina is still You really you know, just said by her age. She she beat Natsu Sumira. She's a big deal. Like what did you just say? <laughs> you know it like Azumi 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 beat Azumi beat Natsu when when she was yeah, who else Rina, beat, wait, no. okay? I needed something. Wait, is, <laughs> right. is Rina and Hina still thirteen? Pretty sure, yeah, around that. Jesus Christ. I was about to say that the Azumi beat Natsu when she was their age, but I was like, that was that was five years ago. That's not true. Uh, so yeah. I well, I mean, give it a year. Um, I don't know, but I, I feel like no. I feel like Saida could lose to ha- to Hanan. No, ha- she, oh yeah, she could lose to Hanan. Yeah, she could. Like, even though I don't think that she would if they had a title match, she could, and that would make it more interesting. Um, she wouldn't lose to Raka, but it's still possible. I mean, probably not like, not really, but like, I, again, I just feel like having a champion that is theoretically beatable is way better than having a champion that is way over the division. You know well, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but that's not how they do it. And I, yeah, I, mean, I know it's we, not how we, they do it. We give way too much time to the future of stardom title. <laughs> Rossi well, doesn't it, put it this much time into booking it. <laughs> like... Oh yeah. No, he, he doesn't even think about it this much. Yeah, yeah, like we're just like we have twenty minute discussions. Like we need this is what you should do it's with the belt, and it would job. improve it. And then he just doesn't. But you know, look, yeah, it's it's his lower job belt, to it is think it about is, it this much, know? and he doesn't. That's insane. <laughs> it doesn't make him money, I guess. But yeah, on to the next match. Uh, before we break down and start fighting each other, um, it's Riho, Starlight Kid, and Hanan against Saya Kamatani, Rina, and Lady C. So. Lady C is obviously going to bounce her head from faction to faction before she settles in. Wait, did you just uh, say Rina? Uh, fuck yeah, sorry, it's Hina. Um, Come on. It's not my fault. I wrote Hina. I wrote Rina for some reason. But yeah, anyway. Um, okay, so then I, it is I, your I, fault. What are you talking Hina about? You wrote Lady. it wrong. <laughs> Would you like to do some prep work for the this once and write down the names? And no. No, no okay. I don't I don't like prep work. Zip, I do enough. Z- zip, I do zip, zip. Okay. Um, so yeah, Lady C is with Queen's Quest this time. Um, I assume the team that has Riho is going to win because Starlight and Hanan are obviously way higher up the card than Rina and Lady C. 
unless Lady C is going to get Hina! one of pushes. Sorry, Hina. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Alex. <laughs> look, man, I don't... Look, they're interchangeable twins. I don't really care, okay? But they literally aren't anymore. One of them is a way better wrestler, and one of them is goth. What are you the talking names, about? The names. The names. This is just small change. Like, oh, on, but but on. but me mixing up Mima and Mina isn't uh, whatever, man. You mix up whatever, every name bro. in that match, though. You mixed whatever, up all of bro. them. So don't even start. <laughs> you mixed up every name in that match. Yeah, that's that that silence you didn't. Okay. Listen to VTG. Yeah, you probably should. Um, yeah, Star Starlight Kid, Rio, and Hanan are gonna win, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, okay. Kid, Kid, and I feel like I love Riho in Stardom right now. She is so fucking good. Like, because I was about to say Kid and Riho work really, really well together, but then I was like, well, Color Me Pop also works really, really well together, and then I was like, well, Riho and and Queen's Quest also work really. I just think Riho fucking rules, honestly. Like she, like I don't know, she's really grown on me. Um, since she's lost the high speed belt, because now it feels like I don't know, it's a bit more. Again, with the division thing, it's like having an unbeatable challenge. Having an unbeatable champion is sort of it gets old very quickly in this circumstance. And yeah, I think Riho has been killing it lately. And uh, I w- I honestly wouldn't mind her. Like we'll we'll get to that later. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, Riho's team wins, and I'm pretty happy about it. Okay. Um, the next match then is uh, Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, and ZZ against the Uedo Tai trio of Natsuko Tora, Saki Kashima, and Rina. And, Good job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not really sure who's going to win here. I'd, I'd say it'll be GQ. the... Do you think? I said... Yeah, I think that's It also depends... Option. It also depends. Um, yeah, so basically, I can definitely see them get DQ'd, depending on how well they treat ZZ, whoever that may be. Uh, you know, if she's like a big deal, then they could just outright beat them, especially with Rena. Uh, they can definitely take that dub. But I also don't see a way to tie breaking the, you know, chain of DQs that they'd love to get. So I don't know. I, it, it's It's up in the air. As is every Oedo time match, because you never really fucking know what they're gonna do. I mean, you do, but it's like one of like three things, and it's just mm. it's, you know, usually one of them. That's true. I feel like maybe they want to give them some, you know, wins now that they're a full faction. But I guess they could do a DQ since I mean, I assume B is gonna win. That'd give them their big win for the show. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I guess that does depend on who ZZ is and how well they treat her. Like, she might just go straight into taking losses like Mina Shirakawa did. And then, I mean, it makes sense for her to take the pin here if that's the case. But, uh. Yeah, Mina had a really ungraceful entry. Like, I sort of feel bad. Like, it was just like, it, like, she beat Hannah and then she just started losing, like, a day yeah, later. Well, that's, that's what she is. She's a lower mid card kind of person who's there. Probably oh, for so sure. Much. But you know, for sure. But it was just like it was just like wow. So she is not getting like any shine. <laughs> like she's just she's just gonna start losing real quick. As she deserves. Anyway, man, um, that's mean. Jeez, she's good. Go but I mean, do you want her pushed to the top? I'm. I 
I'm not disagreeing. I mm. just didn't say it out loud. <laughs> okay. Um, the next match then, uh, this is a very obvious one. Uh, the high-speed title match, Azumi is defending against Goki and Death. Uh, Azumi is almost like 99% winning this match because she has you say challenges it's, lined up. You say it's obvious when a year ago, like around this time, Hazuki lost to Gokigen Death for the high speed yeah, battle. Yeah, but Hazuki didn't have challengers like lining up waiting for her. Yeah, but I don't. Man, Death ruins my life. You know, like Momentum Mori and all that, but man, <laughs> it's just. It's, it's man. You know, Unusanis is ending next week. Or this week, damn. Yeah, this shit sucks. I know. This shit sucks. Very sad. Um, yeah, but, you know, Momentum Mori, as I said, uh, uh, Goki on death, you know, she's Pennywise. Uh, she, you know, Pennywise does love killing young children. Um, and Azumi isn't really a young child anymore, but I think you get the sentiment. So, yeah, uh, Goki on death's definitely... I'm I'm completely joking. It's <laughs> Did you I'm go just... again or are you just silent? Oh I'm I, I think I'm just silent. Oh, I, yeah, I you just have... you just yeah. you depressed yourself with your I know, I just like there. I was like spaced out for like a half a second, I don't know. Um but yeah, cool. I think I think Azumi <laughs> Azumi definitely wins. Uh, yeah. And that's exciting. You know, I'm this is gonna be a good match. Uh Goku on Death is on her game right now. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, after the Color Me Pop. I think Color Me Pop was probably... Color Me Pop and the MK Sisters were the two... Were the only two tag teams that I feel like genuinely benefited out of Tag League. And that's sort of saying something when neither of them were even in the finals. But I feel like they just both really just, like, made made made, bo- made all four women better, in a way. And mm-hmm. they, they all served a real purpose in the tag league and they were the only ones who truly did that um and yeah i think death is on a run i think this is going to be great uh hopefully it's it's a it's a solid match yeah i i have high hopes that it will be uh quite good um the next match then is a special singles match uh momo watanabe takes on himika um this has a 15 minute time limit so it could very easily go oh, it's draw. drawing it's drawing yeah, I think they could if they want give Momo the win because I think Himika has been kind of firmly established now is kind of a mid card act like she's slotted by in Siri and uh, Julia in DDM so I think she can take falls now. But yeah, they they'll likely do a draw because they do at least one per show. So <laughs> and at least this one would make sense because I mean it's fifteen minutes. I'm 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 not opposed to a fifteen minute draw. Um, especially if I get to find a way to find it li- to watch it live, then I'm definitely down for a 15 minute draw here. I think that could be fine. Um, I don't know why they insist on Jumbo being in draws, because uh, that's like the worst place for her. Uh, and this might not be a draw; it could very well just go to Momo. But it's it's really a weird thing that's like I feel like Jumbo has way more draws than the average like wrestler on the roster, and it's like she's probably like her and her and Kamatani had that draw and it was just like why would you put two of the like worst wrestlers to put in a draw why would you have them draw and it's like i feel like and that's no respect to jumbo because i feel like jumbo's a really really good wrestler and she's going to be even better moving forward but they just put her in these draws and doesn't really make much sense but you know i think it'll be good uh 
because it's 15 minute time limit. And I think Momo and Jumbo could have a really good match. I feel like I it's yeah. it's fresh, and you know, uh, there's a lot of wrestling that doesn't feel fresh right now, but this feels like a pretty fresh match. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. Okay. Uh, the next match then is the SWA Championship match. B Priestley defends against Siri. Um, so Siri, uh, her reward, as you said last time, for signing full time with Stardom is she gets to put over B Priestley. For the SWA title, um, I just hope this is good. I think it could be good because B does work pretty well with other strikers, so I feel like her and Siri could have a good match here if they gel well. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm not expecting anything like superb out of this because there is a limit on how good B can be. So yeah, yeah, she's got the Medusa complex, as we like to say. Uh, yes. but it's yeah. I think it'll be fine. Um, B's obviously winning. I'm really hoping next month that you know at one of the shows like B wins and then like Momo comes out and is like, "Hey, I want to fight you at Wrestle Kingdom," and it's like, "Oh, you know, like it's a big deal." Um, it probably isn't gonna happen at this point because you know nothing good happens in this world. It's a fucked up world, Alex. It's fucked up wrestling. Um, shout out Mal. But you know it's. I don't know. I, I hope that's what happens, and that will make it okay. But for now, Sherry losing sort of sucks. Because, uh, you know, it's just, I wish that she won. But that's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this is this is the world we live in. Wrestling it's for a fucked, fucked up, up world. world. It's a fucked up world. I beat you to it. Um, yeah. Chad, I already said it. Up... I already said it. I shouted out Mao and everything. What up? Okay, <laughs> the next match then, uh, the Wonder of Stardom title match, uh, Julia defends against Konami. Uh, I really don't have high hopes for this one. They uh, they don't seem to kind of work well together because working with Konami makes Julia think she's a technician, even though she really isn't. Um, when in actual fact, these two should really just throw kicks and punches, and that would be fun. But that's not what we're going to get. We're going to get Julia pretending she's a technical wrestler, and that is always rather boring, I must say. You I don't know, think she can pull that wrestling style off. I found out that I think we are like in the minority on that one. Like you, you can tell mm-hmm. us. Like you could tweet at us if you are actually listening and aren't just dead inside, not listening with this on background noise, which I assume is how everybody listens to our podcasts. Um, but like I was talking to Sprite, and he was like, "Yeah, Julian Konami had like." my stardom match of the year and i was like what the fuck did you just say and because i was so confused and i was just like i mean their one match was pretty decent but it wasn't like good it wasn't particularly like good in any way like i was just very confused um and you know being sprite disagree about a lot of things but that's besides the point so yeah apparently like people will actually like julian konami in a in a singles match uh i'm not particularly excited for it because like you said, I feel like Julia going, you know, techers for techers against Konami kind of sucks. Uh, I feel like Konami is one of those wrestlers who it's like she's great, but she is she stands out when she's wrestling about against somebody who's a good wrestler. You know, like that's just how it is. I feel like Konami when she's wrestling Momo is one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. 
but Konami isn't somebody who's going to make somebody who doesn't feel like it fits. She's not going to make them fit. You get what I mean? Um, and that's how I feel her and Julia often turn into is that it's like it doesn't she doesn't make bad things good. She makes good things amazing. And I don't think Julia is at that good level. Like, and this is no disrespect to Julia. I enjoy Julia. But I just think that, like you said, Julia going submission for submission against her is just not something that I'm interested in. And I feel like it's going to be pretty mid, uh, personally. Yeah, I think, like, my biggest problem is that they, I think they could have a good match together if they did it well. Like, if you did Julia as kind of who wants to keep the match on know as a striking game against konami who's like adamant to take her to the ground i think you'd have a really interesting dynamic there but julia just kind of poorly attempting to do technical wrestling with konami isn't exactly what i want because especially konami really outclasses julia like i think in the last match or in the first match they had i was kind of like yeah konami just wrestled circles around her you know um and i I just don't think Julia should try that sort of stuff. Like, I feel like she should accentuate her strengths, which is when she just gets to throw hands and boot people in the face and, you know, do the occasional submission. Um, but yeah, like, this I think also, that's the worst part, is they could have... This is, also, this is also difficult because now Konami's, like, a heel. So it's like, she isn't even, like, a, you know, a badass technician who's trying to do, like... like now she's her aim is heat and julia is her aim is also heat even though she's more of like a tweener i guess i don't know but you know like it's 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 two people who are yeah i, I just don't i just don't i don't think it's gonna be better than their last couple matches and their last couple matches were mid to fine so i'm not particularly excited uh it could be good you know i could i could mm-hmm. you know eat crow i'm down to you know, I'm always down to watch good wrestling, but I just don't see it. Yeah, like I think I'm higher on heel Konami than you are, and I think if she if she does dominate and pick apart Julia, I think that could make for another interesting dynamic, um, which I would enjoy uh, a lot more than kind of just two of them trying to go at it technically. Like I think Konami could very easily get me into a limb work match where she just kind of tries to destroy Julia's arm or something, and then Julia has to fight back and headbutts or something that i think that could be cool um but yeah like i think the bar is low because i just haven't been super impressed with their last two matches um away from match quality i think it's also almost certain that julia wins i don't think she's dropping this belt anytime soon so i feel like this is just her getting her win back over konami to lead their series 2-1 and just kind of put her in the rear view yeah, I mean probably. Uh I don't I don't see Konami winning this at all now. And I'm not even sure like we could see somebody come out and challenge Julia after. Like I feel like a way to tie aren't done with her. And I think that would maybe overshadow this match entirely if say Natsukotora is like, Hey Julia, I wanna I wanna beat you like at maybe at Eddie on in December. I think that could be a pretty good match and a pretty big match at that. Um so I mean this could match could get overshadowed entirely similar to how julia and hamika kind of did when they were like yeah we're just doing we're gonna do konami and julia and people were like yeah go on konami and they didn't even talk about the match so yeah we could have another probably best like probably probably best yeah 
Um, yeah, so with that, we're on to the main event. Um, I imagine we're going to talk a lot about this. Yeah. yeah, so the World of Stardom Championship match, Mayu Iwatani against Utami Hayashishta. Um, I think, safe to say, this is probably the biggest match Stardom has done since they did Momo and Utami in America when they were both like at their hottest and basically unbeatable. Like, I think that was a huge match, and I think this is a huge match on that scale. Um, it's an interesting one as well, like because you basically have I- Iwatani, who has been kind of the ace of the company and their icon and the standard bearer for a decade now against Utami, who is 100% going to be the leader of this company for the next decade plus. Um, I think that's a really interesting dynamic. Like, is this the passing of the torch moment or does Iwatani, you know, retain and stay atop the mountain for just a little bit longer? I think that's the interesting part here. Uh, I don't know where Eileen. Like, uh, where, where, where are you going with this? I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's, it's one of the truly unpredictable matches. Uh, and Storm doesn't have a lot of truly unpredictable matches because it's like, you know, ask me a week ago, ask me two weeks ago. It's like Utami is not winning. Like Momo's or Mayu's taken that belt for you know at least, and I kept saying this at least until. Uh, anniversary, at least until anniversary show. Um, now, I am sort of swaying towards Utami. Um, and I think about it, it's like Utami has a lot of possibilities as champion. You know, it's like I brought up Kyrie earlier, but Kyrie said that the one match that she still wants is against Utami. Um, and obviously, Kyrie doesn't exist, but she also does. So you never really know. Um, <laughs> I also think, you know, Utami versus Momo down the line is uh, is the red belt match. It's very, very important. I feel like, um, who was I just thinking? I feel like Utami can defend against a lot of people. Um, and I feel like it would make sense. I feel like, I don't know. It's, it's difficult because I also don't see Mayu losing. Because um, Mayu also mm-hmm. has the match with Julia. Um Obviously, you were talking about Nasco, but I think that the the double title match is gonna happen at some point, and I feel like that's Mayu's, like that's what Mayu was aiming for. So it's like I don't know if she gets it in this run. I don't know if she ever gets it, but that's the you know that it may it would make sense because you know Julia did beat Mayu, so it's like having that like uh, continue would kind of make sense. Uh, but at the same time. I don't know. It's 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 difficult. Uh... Yeah, where where I've come from it now, and I mean, I've been predicting Mayo to lose the belt for the last few shows, as as people will remember. Um, but uh, somebody compared Mayu's current reign to Hiroshi Tanahashi in like the early tens, and I think that comparison really hit me, and it made me realize like I think Mayu is gonna win this one because. Utami still has never beaten Mayu. Like, that's going to be her mountain to climb. And I think they're going to put that off. Like, I think Mayu can retain here and she can go for another year as champion. I don't think anyone would complain. She still has a lot of challengers to get through. Like, I think Mayu could defend here, stand atop the company, still represented as the ace. And then maybe the next time these two wrestle or the time after that, that's when you have Utami win. Like, you know, it depends. Do do they do this big win for Utami now, or do they hold it off and say, 
you know, right, well, she's still never beaten Mayu, and, you know, for her to get over as the new ace, she has to beat Mayu Itani. Like, do you do that now, or do you push that off? And I think they push it off, see, because I don't see the point in doing it in front of a thousand people in Sendai. They're like, you'd want to do that in front of the biggest crowd possible. Um, and I think Utami can rebound. As you said, Kyrie wants to wrestle her. I think a great 10th anniversary match would be Utami against Kyrie, and that would give Utami a big match at 10th anniversary. She could win that and, you know, get herself over. And I think people would forget about this loss instantly almost if that were the case. Um, so that's why I think Mayu's retaining. But I could also see the perspective of, okay, well, we're just going to put Utami over because Utami versus Kyrie for the red belt would be a huge match. As you said, Utami has Momo in the review. Um, she has a lot of fresh There's one more. There's one more challenger for Utami specifically that I was thinking of, but I can't think of who yeah. it was. Saya? It's just that, yeah, yeah. I mean, Saya is, that's one that I was thinking of too. I feel like there's, Riho, Riho, that's what I was thinking of. Is that I think oh, I think yeah. Utami beating Riho, and being the first person to pin Riho would make sense, and that would be really good. And I feel like that would be a really good match. I feel like that would, you know, they obviously have a certain. And after that, you know, Riho joins QQ. She, you know, says I fucking hate QQ. I'm joining Stars. Like that can be a real. Like obviously, I am enjoying Riho being like the, you know, uh, nonpartisan type. You know, just like all like floater type because I feel like that's really good. Um, it's really fun to watch, but that could be a very good match for one. It could be a really good story with, you know, Tommy obviously being a, a Riho simp and Riho being like, yeah, but I want your belt, so we're going to have to do this. I'm sorry. Um, I feel like that would be a really good vibe. Obviously, Riho hasn't really done any title matches since um, the high speed belt. Did she have a tech? No, yeah, since the high speed belt. And I feel like her losing would be a really good good thing because it means that she could lose in the company like and it's it's one match against the world champion it's not that big of a deal so i think that her that utami pinning her would be a very very big deal for utami and it would help move riho along it would help put riho more in a even better spot in the company that she finally like we said with julia back in the day that's like that seal needs to be broken to where she could lose like realistically um and, you know, uh, Saki did that, and then Jumbo really, really did it. Uh, and now I feel like Julia is in a better place because she is capable of losing. Um, I feel like Riho losing to Utami, uh, whether it's next month or month after that or the month after that, I feel like that would be a really good uh, story. It would be a really good match, and that would be really good for Utami as well as champion. Uh, so, yeah, Utami has a lot of matches that would make sense, but... At the same time, I've said this before. I'll say it again. I don't want Mayu to ever lose that belt. Like, like unless unless it's against like you know fucking Azumi. Like, I don't want Mayu to lose the belt. Like, and that's just because I feel like that's that's not a testament to like the rest of the roster being bad. It's a testament to Mayu being the best wrestler in the world. Uh, and I don't really want her to lose that right now. And I just would prefer if she kept it. Uh, even though both. Both opportunities, uh, if they if they did it right, either way, I'd be extremely excited for both. You know, if, if Utami wins it and they do it right, that would be great. If if Mayu wins it and she keeps doing good shit for the next while, I'd totally down with that. It's really, it's really up in the air, but at the same time, I'm really 
down for both. So it's it's a really good match and it's a really good story and it's a real good you know main event to a big show. Yeah, and I my two things I think on uh, building on that is that I think Mayu is still fresh. Like I don't think Mayu is stale at all because I feel like you know when she lost the uh, the world title last time it was obviously due to the injury. Um, and that kind of cut her reign short. And after she came back from the injury, she kind of did stuff in the tag division. She won the artist title. She kind of floated about. I feel like that kept her fresh. Like, I don't think Mayu has wrestled anyone like 10 times, except maybe Momo, where you kind of go, all right, we've seen this. We've been there. We've done that. Like, I think Mayu still has a lot of fresh matches left as the world champion. And I feel like this might be one of her last reigns, if not her last reign. So I feel like you have a lot of legs to this reign that you could keep going where I'd be happy to see her hold the belt, as I said, for another year at, at the least, because, you know, she is performing at such a high level and she is still the heart and soul of stardom. Like she, like, as you said, I don't think anyone wants to see her lose. Like everybody is so happy to see her as the world champion. Um, and the second yeah. part is and, that I think oh. if Utami beats Momo and Mayu in the space of two days, that's her two biggest obstacles that she's overcome straight away. And then she has nothing and, left. Really? Yeah, <laughs> and I think you'd maybe want to push that out longer where I think she could beat Momo on Saturday and then be like, okay, I just have to beat Mayu now. And then you push the Mayu win down the line because I think if she if she does beat both of them, then that's just kind of it. Like she's beat both, and both of her biggest rivals. To be fair, to be fair, uh, Milano did say that she's like Kazuchika Okada and Okada beats everybody. It don't fucking matter. Like he just wins, bro. Yeah, so, but he didn't. You never but know. He didn't you know? That's like when he initially oh, yeah. got over, he lost to Hiroshi Tanahashi. You know, however, however many times. Crying. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I mean, he won first. He won before he lost. But then that, yeah, that was I, like a surprise random win, wasn't yeah. it? That was crazy. Yeah. Rainmaker shock. I love that shit. Uh, yeah. but no, that's that's totally besides the point. Uh, yeah, like you said, I feel like I feel like Mayu can run with it forever. Like I was thinking about it in my head. That's like she can like get on the mic like after she has one more which is julia which is like the last real wrestler not real wrestler but the last uh five star challenger that she really needs to face um if she does decide to face her if that does become the thing um after that or after this match she can literally go um i want to wrestle new people uh i'm going to challenge starlight kid i want to wrestle azumi i want to wrestle Lady C, I want to wrestle, and a bunch of mid, I want to wrestle Tam, I want to wrestle, like, like she can just be like, I want to, I want new challengers, so this is like an initiative, I am the leader of the company, I will only be facing people who have not gotten world star- title shots, and I would be super excited for that, because that would be so dope, like, I'd be like, like, it would, like, just that alone, like, or she doesn't even have to say it, that just becoming a thing, if she, that seems like a Mayu thing to say. That it's like I want to wrestle like kids. I want to wrestle Tam. I want to wrestle random ass motherfuckers. Like I don't care. Like she can say that, and it would be like a whole floodgate of dozens of new opponents for her. You know, like maybe not dozens, but a dozen new opponents for her. And I think that would be really, really good. And I feel like that could last her a while, or just like little things like that. It's like she has more that she could do if they want her to do it. Um. Utami winning, that would be a new, you know, a new era, a new, you know, arc, so to speak. But I think that Mayu has a lot left, and she can do a lot, you know, as as time moves on. 
like I said, that's that's just me. That's just a dream booking type thing. But it's like I would love to see Starlight Kid main event a a Korokin, even though I know that she's gonna lose. That would be a really good match. That would be a really fun match, and it would be like a you know it would make both of them look really good, even though the the outcome's predictable. I don't think that I would mind a few predictable outcomes in my U title matches because like her 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 point is to be a good wrestler and to be the top of the company. She doesn't need to be like on the edge of, of defeat every single match that she has. I mean that's great, but it would build up even better. I don't know. Like I'm I'm just tangent I'm you know fucking all no, over like the I think you but... have a great point. I think like you said like Starlight Kid versus Mayu Utani could easily main event a Corkin. I think that's a great point. Like I think Mayu versus Tam could main event a show. Mayu versus Starlight Kid could main event a show. But I'm not sure Utami versus Starlight Kid could main event a show. Exactly. And I just think that's exactly. the Mayu effect. Like Mayu is always going to be Mayu, and she has so many inbuilt stories with people because she's been there for so long. I think that you know could help them a lot with how often they run these big shows. Like I think you almost need a champion who can draw against kind of mid card opponents. And I'm just not sure that Utami can do that, you know? Yeah, um, at least not yet. I, and, you know, I'll say this forever. I think Utami one day will be uh, the level of a wrestler as Mayu. She might not be, like, as good as Mayu, but Mayu sort of is, like, a perfect wrestler in a way where it's, like, there's not really mm-hmm. a lot to dislike about her. Um, like, she could do basically anything. But, so, you know, that, and that's no disrespect to Utami. It's just that Mayu is, like, uh, once in a century, if you will, but I I feel like <laughs> I got to I, I yeah, got yeah, that yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 no in jokes in jokes New Japan what up <laughs> um but yeah I I feel like I feel like Utami one day will get to that point where it's like she can and I said this about Konami where it's like it's not she's not really good at elevating wrestlers she's good at having great ma- wrestler great matches with good wrestlers um. And I feel like Utami is sort of at that spot now. I feel like Mayu can elevate basically anybody. Um, maybe not anybody, but she can elevate a lot of people. And I feel like that would be a really good, just like little mini arc of hers is just to like be like, okay, I beat Julia, um, or I beat you know, uh, I beat Utami now. Uh, I want to wrestle Sayakamitani in a singles match for the world yeah. title. Like you know, like like that would just be like, and everybody would be like. That's pretty interesting. That'll be pretty fun. Okay, I'm down. You know, like, and there would be no question about it. It's like that. That is, like you said, it's the Mayu effect. She can do that, and it would be great. And I'd be so down, and I'd just be, I would accept it because Mayu's probably the best wrestler in the world right now, and she can do no wrong. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I don't yeah, want like... her to lose the belt. I don't want her to lose yeah. the belt anymore. Like I was, I was like on the fence. It's like, no, nah, I don't want her. I don't want her to lose now. <laughs> We've talked her down. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, like, as you said, like, uh, Utami, like, Utami will one day have the world at her feet. Like, she is 100% gonna be a big, big deal for stardom eventually. And as I said earlier, we are on this is Utami's story. Like, this is the focus of this company is 100% on Utami and getting her over as the new ace. I just don't think we're there yet, you know, and that's okay. Like, you don't need to have her win on the very first time of trying. You know, like you can very easily build to this and have her beat Mayu at a much bigger show down the line. I don't know when that is or where that is, but it's definitely not 
in some random show in Sendai. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I also think you're underselling the Sun Plaza show. I feel like it's a pretty fucking big show. Like, even though it's not... with COVID, you know? Yeah. You know. Uh, Did I tell you that Sumo has fucking high capacity? I mean, it's it's like 50 or 60%, Mm -hmm. but there are a shit ton of people in that fucking building. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, Japan's... uh, Japan's progressing. Uh, And I don't know what the fuck that word is, because I'm from America. So, (laughs) you know, it's... Progress. What the fuck Pfizer is that? announced a vaccine prematurely. Yeah. I'll admit, but they kind of were like, "Yeah, we have ninety percent uh, uh, accuracy." And then it was like, "Yeah, but this isn't like a peer-reviewed study. This is a new, yeah, this is like a, a press release." Yeah, just uh, we have some. Time but I mean, go. there's those signs there. But I definitely think like Stardom will probably run Sumo Hall eventually at some point next year, early next year, with the high capacity. Oh yeah, we did. We did talk about that. Um, yeah, we did. About I said January, how, but you were uh, like, "Nah, fam, nah." <laughs> Yeah, cause, cause, uh, cause you were you were talking about, and this is major tangent, everybody. Sorry if you don't care, but we we were talking about um the anniversary show, and you were like, oh, anniversary show in Sumo Hall would be pretty cool, and I said, uh, that wouldn't work because in in January Sumo runs Sumo Hall every day for fifteen days. Um, well, there's two day breaks, so I mean they could theoretically do it within, it within those breaks but they run every day for 15 days for a tournament in sumo hall in tokyo um so that's why you don't really see sumo hall shows during the middle of japan mi- middle of january in tokyo because it's occupied so yeah that's just a little i'm, I'm a sumo mark too if you guys weren't aware um, i fucking love sumo yes yeah. So, yeah um i mean maybe stardom had a booked out beforehand like we don't know like running Sumo yeah, Hall could have I been a long term plan. But where do you think that show is at? Why haven't they announced it yet? I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things that it's like, I don't know if it's like going to be a big deal or if it's just like, oh yeah, it's a Cork and Hall. I got, thought you guys fucking knew that, dummies. Like either one is very possible. You know, if it's like, oh, we're running it in the fucking Tokyo Dome. It's like, ah, oh, but <laughs> but it's also possible that it's like, oh, it's in Cork and Hall. What the like, where did you think it was? Like, I don't, like... I doubt they do you, that, what? though, because, like, they have been hyping it for a while. Like, they weren't going to give Arisa versus Mayu away in Cork and Hall. Like, there's no chance they were going to do that. Oh, yeah, well, obviously. But but you you get what I mean. That's, like, yeah. they might just be like, we didn't tell you that it was going to be something special. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> they really True. like to do that. <laughs> or it's like, it's like, y'all thought this was important? Fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> You know, that's that's the that was the entire mindset of Tag League. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you yeah. really hated Tag League. <laughs> so no, the thing is, is that it was it was good. It was like the MK sisters killed it. Momoas killed it. Like Aphrodite was really good. Karmi Pop was really good. But it's just like it just didn't. It wasn't important. It didn't. Okay. Like it, it had no. Like I do a podcast on this. We do a podcast every week, and it had no effect on my life, Alex. It had that's zero effect on my D1 life. One half the time. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, but still. Anyway, yeah, that's. Uh, I think we both talked ourselves into going Mayu here to retain uh, against yeah. Uh, if again, if I find a way to watch it live, this is like I'm gonna be fucking. You, you better like. Match. I don't know where you're getting it, but you better invite me, or I will actually fight you. Like I will fly to America and fight you. Yeah. 
Go ahead. I don't have much. Uh, I can't say that on air. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say some real doomer. That was not. Yeah, people are gonna ask me if I'm okay. I don't want that. Uh, <laughs> uh, All right. So yeah. Um. Yeah. If I find a place, I'll find a place. I probably won't. Uh. You know, things probably fall through. But you know, who knows? It, yeah. it will still be a good match regardless. I'm excited for it. Just hopefully, it, it is up soon. Yeah. And that's a question, wait. actually. Do you think this will be the match of the year, like Utami's promised it is, or do you think it, it won't? It won't. Oh yeah, I totally fight. forgot about that. I totally and forgot. Utami like, was like, "This is gonna be better than your match with Takumi," and I was like, mm, "Yeah, mm. yeah." She 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 pulled a Kanye. She pulled a Kanye where it's like, "I'm gonna let y'all finish, but me and Mayu about to have the match of the year." And it was great. It was great. Uh, yeah, I love that. That was fucking hilarious. Um. I don't know if it's going to be match of the year. I think it's going to, like, for me, it's probably going to be one of them. Because, like, it's it's one of those things where, and this is, happens in a lot of wrestling, where it's like, if you have the schema going into a match, it could either help or hurt it. Like, um, like Sheeta versus Nyla, because there was no buildup to it, it took away from the match. But if somebody just watched that match, they'd be like, oh, that was a pretty solid match. Whereas with, like, um, with... What was it? Uh, I can't fucking think of it. With a match that, like, you have, like, built up that's like, oh, so this is, like, a story match. Like, any story match ever. Um, I, I'm just, I'm off the rails. I'm getting shit mixed up, and I'm just all over yeah, the place. I, I know what you mean. It like, uh, the, the Sheeta and Rose match had to win people over. They weren't invested from the start. But this match, you'll be instantly invested in it. I think that's what you meant. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and part of that is... Like, I'll probably enjoy it more than somebody who doesn't watch Stardom watching this match for the first time. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, because I have that that story built in, where it's like, oh, well, Mayu's obviously the big deal. Utami is going to be the big deal. And it's like, I know all of this. And it's like, I know Utami faced Mayu in her tournament finals on the first tournament that she had, you know, and it's like, that was her stepping stone, you know she beat jungle and jungle's gone now and jungle is Mayu's friend it's like like there's a million little things that you can add to the story that like just from knowing the past two years of stardom like i do whereas it might not be as good as takumi versus mayu just inherently because but i'm fucking all over the place jesus christ i i'm confusing no, no, you're myself. you're making you're making a good point keep going you're good yeah like like takumi versus versus mayu in a bubble was an amazing match. This match might not be as good as that in a bubble, but when you look at it as a long-term story, as, you know, Utami has been trying to, you know, beat these giants of the company since she joined, and she has beaten basically every single one except for Mayu, like you said, that is a story to behold, and that is a story to be excited about. Um, So without all of that background knowledge, it might not be the best match of the year, it might not be better than takumi versus mayu but with all that knowledge it might be better you know what i mean and we we talked about that in vtg that's what i was thinking of was that tag match where it's like with with fucking yamada as the referee and with you know kyoko and manami hating each other but being tag wrestlers suzuki uh suzuka manami and akira hokuto marine wolves they are the ones who who laughed at fucking yamada when she got injured like all that thing all those things built up into this match that made the match five times better for me Whereas if somebody just watched that match, they'd be like, this is kind of a mess. I mean, it's good, but it's kind of a mess. And that's sort of how I feel about this match, where it's like, I'm sure this match is going to be good, but for me, it's probably going to be really, really amazing. 
because of all of the just knowledge I have about the the build up and all of the you know lead up to this. It feels important. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think professional wrestling at its finest is when like auras meet stories meets work rate. Like I think my biggest example of this is um yeah I, I'm sure you've seen Shinobu Kandori and Akira Hokuto both of them right? Many times. Yeah, so those matches in their vacuum are like really, really good, uh, especially the second one. But when I watch those after doing a thorough watch through of AJW and looking at some LLPW, and I understood the hatred between the two of them, I understood that uh, in between the first and second match, Hokuto had beaten Kazama in a hair versus hair match, and that pissed off Kandori. And I understood the aura that these are two of the biggest badasses in wrestling history. That makes that second match stand out so much more than if you just watch it. Because I did, I watched it before I got into AJW properly, and I was like, oh yeah, that's a good match. But then after when I watched it and understood who these wrestlers were, what the story was, what the animosity was, it was an instant, you know, an instant classic. It's one of my favorite matches ever. And I think and that professional wrestling, it, it's that overlap of those couple of factors where you know, sure, you can have a good work rate. Sure, you can have a good story. Sure, you can have two big stars. But at its at its kind of a, is apex the word? I don't know. But at its finest, wrestling yeah. is a crossover of all three, and that's what we could have with Utami and Mayu, where we'll enjoy it more than somebody who's just a casual fan who jumps in because it has a high rating on cage match. You know. Exactly, and that's a good example because I've watched both of the both of the Kendori um Kendori Hokuto matches, and I always like the first one more because I don't have that schema. So like going if I if I do what you do and I watch you know AJW, I watch LOPW in that timeline, then the second match will probably be better. You know, and it's just like that. That's just a perfect example of just like the the knowledge going into it. Um, and you know that's the thing is that it's like you don't have to have knowledge and like you shouldn't have to. Like, not every match needs to be like this. Not every mm-hmm. match you need every single piece of background knowledge to, like, enjoy it. That shouldn't be the case. And I don't think this is going to be the case. Because I don't think that this match without background knowledge is going to be bad or it's going to be mid. I think it's going to be a really good match regardless. But with that knowledge going into it, it's going to be one of the best matches of the year. I hope. If it isn't, I'm going to be a little disappointed. Uh, and that's going to suck. But, you know, I-, I think this could be really, really, really fun. It'll be really, really good. And it'll be really important for Stardom as a company. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and uh, I think that's that's all our thoughts. We're about to we're not long away from two hours, so we should probably cut oh, this Jesus. out. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, we we talked a lot about that that match um, because it is just a really interesting topic, and uh, I think we had a great discussion there. Um, so hopefully, uh, you people enjoyed listening to this. Uh, I, I hope it was fun. Um, we're going to be back next week. Hopefully, we'll have got the chance to see Sandai Cinderella. Uh, I don't know if we should maybe hold off until that's uploaded to record. Uh, I don't know if that's what people want. I might want to. We'll make that decision. Yeah, That's fair, yeah. I might want it to. might be best. Um, so, yeah. Hopefully, you can join us next week, and we'll have a review of this match, and we can have a, another discussion on the results and maybe where things are going after that. But with that, I hope you enjoyed this week. Uh, Dylan, you got any closing thoughts? Uh, no, thanks for, if if you're still here, thanks for listening. Like, you know, sometimes I think about it, it's like, it's so weird that people listen to us talk. Like, even if it's like not a shit ton of people, it's still like a, like, there, there's still 
quite a few people who just listen to us talk about fucking Joshi wrestling. It's kind of wild. So I appreciate you very, very much. Um, I appreciate you all. I appreciate those of you who take your time to listen to VTG for a little bit something different. I appreciate everybody who listens to us weekly. I appreciate everybody who's listening for the first time. It's probably like four of you at tops. That's uh, four is a lot, actually. I doubt there's four of you. Might be one <laughs> of you. Um, who was just like, I'm going to listen to episode 13 of Stardom Quest because why not? Like, it, that's just fucking weird. I don't know about that. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate you. Um, and I thank you for listening. And Alex, I appreciate you for, for doing this with me. Um, yeah. I'm very, I'm, I'm happy now, and it's really weird because it's like after that, after talking about that match, I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm high on life right now, which is not a normal occurrence. So yeah, uh, everybody have a good day. Yeah, um, yeah, I can only reiterate what Dylan said. I'm very appreciative. Um, I really thought between our two podcasts we'd have like ten listeners, but we, we do a bit better than that, which is mind blowing sometimes. Um, Especially when people like talk about the podcast to us, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I really enjoy it," and I'm like, "What? <laughs> like you, you, like you, you, you listen to us? Like I'm, yeah. I feel weird now. Like yeah, because uh, like I listen to it as well, and I enjoy it, but I don't think I, I never think anybody else will. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, <laughs> that's just uh, that's how my mind works. But uh, yeah, uh, again, we appreciate you. Uh, believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ejo. Ijo.